NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Let's go racing here at Knoxville. Only the best go three of It is showtime at Williams Grove Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here at Eldora Speedway, it's showtime. Have you got a poor rep? Often imitated, never duplicated, the greatest show on dirt, the world of outlaws. It's time to sit back. Relax and enjoy, because ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime! Set to do battle for 30 laps, the green flag is waving! Hello everyone and welcome to Wing Nation. I'm your host, Aaron Everham. Alongside me today is Ashley Stremme. Postman got caught up with the Talladega rain delay. So Ashley, how are you? I'm doing great. Uh, another day in paradise. I got to see some sprint car racing this weekend, so first time since... Volusia actually seeing cars on track in person, so it was really good to be back at the track. Well, you didn't just get to see some race cars. You were a Miss Big Shot there in CBS with the World of Outlaws. Tell us about your first time pit reporting. Um, it was a learning experience. Obviously, I've never done anything quite like that before, and it was all live on CBS uh, and then Dirt Vision the two nights before that. So it was pretty trying. My nerves were definitely running high, but. Of course, the fans are phenomenal. I know we talk about the race fans all the time, but having them out there and just saying, hey, it's so good to see you again, it meant so much to me and kind of put me at ease and in my comfort zone because let's be honest, we're all one big racing family. We sure are. And I uh, was very envious that you got to see a live race. Never mind the fun pit reporting and all that stuff, but just to be there and to see it. And you're going to do a few more, right? Yes, Lernerville for the World of Outlaw Late Models this weekend. Um, and then the following week, um, the World of Outlaw Sprint Cars and the Late Models will team up for a three-day show at Cedar Lake, Wisconsin. Um, so I'm super pumped for that for the next two weeks. So hopefully my learning curve will get a little bit easier here in the next few weeks. I'm sure. We thought you did a fabulous job. So Thanks. let's get into our classic screen printing embroidery hot topics. Uh, one of the ones I wanted to cover was you doing your first races for CBS. But the other thing we have to talk about, and I know all of his wing wins were not in wing sprint cars, but Kyle Larson. I mean, nine wins in two weeks, three different series. Incredible. Well, you know, I was interested to see if he was going to show up at Hopstock for, for the World of Outlaws. And after seeing him get his second week, I'm like, ah, he's going to stay for that Indian, um, Indian, <laughs> Indiana Sprint Week Championship. And uh, obviously he got it done. And that's a little extra niche in his belt as well. Absolutely incredible what he's doing out there. 
for sure. If he's not showing his talent right now, I mean, we're all watching something special. This is something special. We'll look back in history and, you know, hopefully he gets some, another opportunity in NASCAR, but we're sure going to enjoy him in the dirt world for now. There was also some other good stories this week. Uh, Carson Short, I know you were there and watched him get his first World of Outlaw win. It's always awesome to see a first-time winner with the World of Outlaws. Yeah, you know, and his deal, he's a, he's a non-wing racer, in all honesty. So having him there, you know, he puts a wing on every now and again. Uh, but just a small family-owned team deal. So super exciting for him. And actually, he's on our um, MAV TV show this weekend on Saturday. You can catch his interview uh, and get to hear everything he has to say about his first World of Outlaw win. I'm looking forward to that. And, you know, the other hot topic I want to talk about is we're racing coast to coast now. We had Spencer Baston won with the, the NARC King of the West series. You had racing in Pennsylvania. Freddie Bramer picked up another win. Anthony Macri. Um, I think it's just, you know, we were so worried about opening back up one race at a time. And now we're racing coast to coast. Yes, finally, um, some normalcy, if you will. Um, the only thing that scares me is I turn the TV on, which I try not to do, and I hear these numbers are starting to go back up again. So fingers crossed that this is not true. I know, right? And we can keep racing because, let's be honest, it's July 4th weekend is coming up, which is one of the biggest race weekends of the year. Um, Pennsylvania Speed Weeks is starting this week. Um, so there's a lot of racing to be done, and we've got a lot of racing to make up in the last few months. We sure do. And uh, the, that right there is our Classic Inc. USA screen printing and embroidery hot topics. They offer a full line of custom driver apparel and crew options, full service embroidery department specializing in headwear and outerwear. They have an experienced design team and a dedicated sales department. And it's not just racing. They do local businesses, school districts, sports teams, you name it. Guys like Sheldon Heimshield, Donnie Schatz, Danny Dietrich, Heck, we even use them. He does all our stuff for lethal. They do all our stuff for lethal chassis. And, of course, my husband, David. Um, Tony Stewart, Brian Brown, the list goes on and on. Be sure to check them out, classicinkusa.com. And I think I forgot to mention who we're even going to have on our show, show today. We have Carson Cito, one Saturday night at Hopstock, and Jamie Ball, who picked up the 360 win at Knoxville and hadn't had a win in a long time. So looking forward to, to catching up with them in a little bit. But before that, we're going to show you – our Dry Dean Diesel All-Death-Defying Move of the Week. It's a great battle between Anthony Macri and Dylan Sisney, and Earl Hoon is on the call on Speed Shift TV. And now for the Dry Dean Death-Defying Move of the Week, where one driver simply amazes us with their on-track moves. Battle for the lead down the front stretch. Here we go. Macri, he's going to put a slide job on Sisney. Sisney tries to turn the car through the slick. They're spinning on their tires side by side. They haul the mail into turn number three. Here comes Sisney down on the bottom. Does he slide up? Anthony Macri almost tops the guardrail. He'll take the lead. That death-defying move was brought to you by Drydeen Diesel All Death, the official death of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit drydean.com for more information. Power isn't born, it's built over time. 
For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Welcome back to Wing Nation. Uh, want to mention our, our friends at Plan B Sales. Plan B Sales was founded in 2010. It started as a Lionel and Chase Authentics apparel distributor. Now it's Auto World, Greenlight Collectibles, Brand Art, and Universal, University of Racing Lines. And they have a huge inventory. Partnerships like Kyle Larson, Ricky Stenhouse, Junior Christopher Bell, and so many other drivers. If you use the um, promo code MRN, you get free shipping on any order over $20. So there's your little tidbit from us this week. Joining us now on Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires, fresh off a huge win at Hopstot, Carson Macedo. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Um, that was a close finish. Tell us about the win. Not only was it one of the most exciting finishes of the year, but it was live on CBS Sports. Talk about Saturday night. Yeah, it was a lot closer than I hoped it would be. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I got my Brad there on that on that late race restart. I honestly, at the beginning of the race, I, I was able to set a pretty good pace, um, and and then got to traffic and struggled a little bit to get by a few of the lappers. And you know, Brad being an outlaw champion, he he just doesn't make that many mistakes. So, um, you know, a few too many mistakes later, he got by me, and then you know, obviously. Um, we had a, we had a, a yellow there with 11 to go, which was really important because, you know, a, a restart with 10 to go would be single file with a cone on the front stretch. So it, it started side by side, gave me just enough of, uh, you know, of an advantage to get, to get next to him into turn one and, and get around him and, and, uh, and get the lead back. So, um, after that, I knew that I could set a pretty good pace, um, out front and then, you know, we got to traffic again and. And he got close there at the end. Honestly, I, I didn't realize he was that close. I went down to to protect the bottom, and as I come off the of turn four, I, I seen him right next to me, and we were barely, barely beat him. So um, he doesn't go away. That's why he, that's why he's a, a, an outlaw champion. And um, to be racing with him for the lead and and win races against guys like him is uh, is is what it's all about. So um, I say it all the time: racing with the world of outlaws makes you a, a much better driver. And um, I definitely feel like that's that's happening for me, so it's pretty important. Carson, a track like Tri-State, um, you know, a lot of guys, there was only three winners that were in the field previously before this weekend um, that had won at Hopstock. What does it mean being able, this being the first double header, having two nights back-to-back -back like that? Obviously, the track was completely different from one night to the second night because that high line really did come in the second night. But what's it like having that ability to kind of build your notebook at a place you guys don't get to race that often? Yeah, I think it's important. Um, I think it's really important for the last few weekends we've seen it. You know, usually, typically with the Outlaws, we, we'll go to a place and um, we're not, you know, we're not at that place. We're there and then we go on to the next racetrack. Um, but lately, we've been able to kind of back-to-back -back nights um, at, at some of these racetracks. And I think you see it a lot. A lot of guys maybe struggle the first night and then get a lot better you know, to figure out what they need to do with their race car. Um, luckily for us, the, the first night, we were really strong. Um, just some things didn't fall our way. We ended up running fourth. And then, you know, the following night, they come back and and just 
make little changes that we needed to be to be a little bit better in the feature race. And I think we were able to do that. So, like you said, I mean, Homestad's a really unique place. Um, for the top seven in the world of Outlaw points before, obviously, uh, you know, I was able to win. Before that, the top seven in the world of Outlaw would never want to race there. You see Carson Short get his first World of Outlaw win. There's a, there's just a, a lot of guys that have got their first World of Outlaw win at Hobson. I think it has a lot to do with just – it's such a di- different characteristic to most of the racetracks that we race on. The way you have to drive the racetrack um, isn't typical compared to most most places. So um, even the way you have to set up your race car is, is quite a bit different. It looks like the track is, you know, a certain way. You would think you would need your car to be – a certain way for that track to work, but, but it's actually the total opposite. So I, uh, I definitely feel like my team did a great job. Uh, Joe Gertie, uh, Trey and Patrick, they, they worked really hard to be better there. We, we weren't very good there at all last year. and We were able to go there this year and have a lot of speed. So, um, yeah, I feel like those back-to-back shows is a huge advantage for, for us teams because it gets us a night to kind of work on our notebook and get better for that next night. Carson, when you talk about how difficult a place like Hobstadt is, talk about how hard it is as a driver. I mean, I've raced there, but it's been a long time, and I don't think I did very well. But it's really physically and mentally demanding to run a short track like that, 40 laps, all that lap traffic, and everyone is pretty, like, competition-wise, pretty close. Yeah, I I think, like you said, I think it's just a really physically demanding track, especially with us running 40 laps the other night. Um, It's one of those racetracks where – you know, they keep reworking it all night. And even though it seems, you know, it, it seems like it'd be so gripped up, but it's, it's, it's weird. Like it's got these wood chips in it, in the surface. And it's, it's so different. No other place has that. And it's, I think that's what makes it unique. Um, but you always have to be hustling there, the car around it, if that makes sense. Like, you know, you've some racetracks like Knoxville or Eldora, you actually, you don't hustle the car very much. You kind of, you drive the wing, you keep the car a lot straighter, and it's not as quite as physically demanding where a place like Hobstock, Chico, um, you know, some of these small bullring places, I, I know Jacksonville's a lot the same way. You really have to move the car around and hustle the car around a lot because you can't, you know, it's not just about driving the wing. It's about driving the race car, maybe getting it set into the corner and, and using all more throttle input to, to, you know, to move the car around. So um, luckily I grew up in California, so those type of places aren't foreign to me. Um, moving the car around a lot and, and being on racetracks where you kind of have to hustle a little bit more is, is kind of was, was always more my style. And, and now I've, I've tried to get more versatile on everything. But, um, yeah, I just think it's a totally different deal. And I think that's why a lot of guys maybe don't don't go quite as good that aren't used to those type of services. But um, that's why we're on the World of Outlaw Tour. We get to see we get to see every kind of different service that you could really possibly think of, you know. So um, that's what makes it unique. And I think that's what you see is so impressive about a lot of these teams on the road is, you know, I know us at Kyle Larson Racing, um, you know, Brad Sweet, Casey Kane Racing, you see Donnie, Logan, Jacob. I mean, all these, you know, they all go to these racetracks and immediately adapt. I think that's what's so unique, and it's really cool to see. Carson, you talk about Jacksonville, Silver Dollar, the the bull rings of California. And to be quite honest, for our viewers at home, you were pretty wore out after that race. You could tell in your face that you were ready for that thing to be over. How much does 10 laps really make a difference? You know, you're used to racing those 25, 30 laps, but throwing those extra 10 laps in 
how much of a difference does that really make? Yeah, like it's funny, you know, the Ironman's the same way, 50 laps. It's just sprint car racing, even though it is a sprint race, um, you, you're giving it 110% of your effort the entire time. So, and it's it's more about your breathing, you know, like I, I, I never have gotten physically tired in a race car. Uh, personally, I never have in a sprint car anyway, to where I felt like I didn't have enough strength to turn the wheel at the end of the race or anything like that. Um, and I think a lot of that's because I've been able to do it so often. You know, the last few years I've been able to run, you know, 100-plus races a year. So you just – you get in racer shape. Um, the biggest thing I'd say is your breathing. You know, you get out of breath. You, 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 you're going so fast, and, and you're racing for the lead, and you, you hold your breath. And it doesn't take much to, to actually get out of breath, even if you're in great shape. You know, I mean, I, I try and – do I road bike all the time? You know, I was road biking a lot over the pandemic. I I do a lot of running. I go to the gym very often, at least a few times a week. So I feel like I'm in pretty good shape. But at the end of the race, there, when you're battling for the lead and it gets intense like that for 40 laps straight, um, you can't help but but uh, yeah, just be a, a little bit. You know, you're, if you're giving it 100, percent you're going to be a little bit off. So um, I think the the look on my face probably after the race was more of a of a, a like a relief like you know you, you, it's so tough because like you know you're out there having fun you're driving a sprint car but at the same time you want to win races and um your goal is to to do your best every night so um although you're having a lot of fun and you're driving around in circles um you know at five laps to go you want it to be over so that you can uh so that you can get that trophy and, and your team will win and and yeah all the stuff that comes with it well, thank you so much, Carson, for joining us. Uh, congratulations on your first win of the year, and we look forward to talking to you on down the road. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. All right, that's Carson Macedo. Thank you very much for joining us. We'll be right back in just a moment. Hey, Ashley, what are you up to? Oh, I just stopped by to grab some sage fruit apples. Now I just have to decide which ones. You can never go wrong with a Honeycrisp. They're light, crisp, and full of perfectly balanced flavor. Oh, hey. You could always go with one of their classics, the Gala or Fuji. They're both sweet and juicy. Grown in the heart of eastern Washington, Sage Fruit Company works hard on the farm and with their retail partners to provide high-quality apples and pears to consumers all year long. Well, I couldn't decide which ones. Thanks for the help, guys. I'll race you to the checkout. Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Welcome back to Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires. Next up, we're going to catch up with Jamie Ball, coming off a big win at Knoxville this past weekend. Jamie, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So tell us about your win. It was nice to see you back in Victory Lane at the, the famed Marion, Marion County Fairgrounds. Oh, we just had a really good night. We've started this year off real well. Um, we're just uh, back to having fun again. And I think uh, having fun and uh, being confident and comfortable has really made the difference. Jamie, I saw you tweet that earlier, um, that you're, you're excited to be back having fun again. Can you explain what it means what you mean by that obviously uh all our 
we know the racing world is a roller coaster. You know, one year you're up, you're living the high life. The next year, it's not the case. So when you say you're back having fun, what was the stresses that you were dealing with that maybe was making it not so fun at one point? I've been racing uh, for 11 years, and three years ago, we decided to make the jump and go to the ASCS National Tour. And as much fun as it was seeing new tracks and going different places, um, Knoxville's my home. It's where I grew up, and it's where I'm comfortable. And uh, just the pressures of being on the road kind of got to me a little bit. I'm an at-home guy. A lot of stuff going on. Jobs, and I have a bunch of animals with my fiance here in Knoxville. So, uh, just being back home is more comfortable and uh, we don't have hired help anymore it's just uh, myself my family my friends and uh, everybody's there because they want to win nobody's getting paid nobody's making money we just want to win in Knoxville you mentioned going out on the road with ASCS and, and that's difficult like you said it's new tracks new competition coming back to Knoxville not only is it home and comfortable but is there a, a, a bit that you learned running those different tracks and seeing those different places Absolutely. At Knoxville, I've kind of always been pretty cautious. I'm a pretty laid back, cautious person as it is. And you go on the national tour and it's cutthroat from the drop of the green. It doesn't matter if it's hot laps. Those guys are, they're going. And uh, the ASCS point system definitely taught me to race every lap as hard as I can because every position matters. Every point counts. Can't tell you how many times I was out of the redraw by about a point and a half, which would have been just another position in a heat race. So I feel I've got a different level of intensity and aggression to me that I didn't have before and I think it's definitely going to pay off. In addition to that seeing the different tracks across the country making that does how does that make you feel like it's made you a better driver you know although Knoxville is the track you're you're frequenting and you already know that place like the back of your hand does it give you a different perspective um, with the ability of your car and maybe how you drive traffic? It does. We've uh, got a lot of adjustments that we make now based on what we learned on the road, um, what Rob Hart taught us over the last couple of years when he was my crew chief, and uh, just got a lot of experience on different tracks. That At Knoxville, we are spoiled beyond belief, um, you know, from the facilities to the track prep that the Duncans do and the way the officials are, that you kind of know what to count on. You know, we've got, <coughs> we've got a couple different adjustments that we make from qualifying to heat race to feature. And we really don't fray away from it all that much. But with going to different tracks with, you know, the track prep that isn't as good as, as the Duncans here, you've uh, got to be on your toes a lot more and uh, be more focused. So we definitely pay a lot more attention to the track than I think we used to. And uh, those small adjustments make the big, big, big difference. Jamie, the, the 360 competition at Knoxville is as good as it gets in the country. Saturday night, you had some of the best right behind you. And it came down to a green-white checkered. Talk about that restart. Yeah, I was actually, I've watched the video this morning with my dad here at work. And uh, at one point when Carson McCarl was leading, he was last year's track champ. And I had Matt Morrow, Joe Beaver, and Clint Garner, who were all track champions of their own um, in the last 10 years or so. So I was the only one that wasn't a track champ. So definitely was in good competition. Um, I, I, the race went real well. Got the lead, I think, on like lap five or six. And pretty much had it all sealed. Got through traffic real good. And uh Coming off turn four, I could see Justin Clark. Uh, he had the checkered flag in his left hand behind the bar. And then all of a sudden, the yellow and the red came out. And that was, uh, wasn't all too thrilled at that. You know, all I had was a straightaway, straightaway left to, to get it. And uh, single file restarts have, have bit me in the past. And especially being a leader, you're kind of a sitting duck on some of those. You know, I had nothing really to gain and everything to lose. And uh, Matt Jewell is really good at restarts. You know, he's got a lot of 410 experience. So 
not gonna lie, I was pretty nervous, but uh, my dad was able to calm me down on that open red. And, uh, you know, we decided to kind of go with a little bit of a slower start because my Charlie Fisher engine takes off so well that uh, I thought that'd be my best advantage. And uh, goal was to hit the bottom coming off turn two and then get back to what I was doing from there on. And definitely worked out. We stretched him pretty good. It all boils down to perfect execution and the marks that you hit in your head and make sure everything's perfect on track. But, um, Jimmy, you talk about being at work. So what does your daily look like? Um, throughout the week before it's time to head to the racetrack on the weekends? I have a lot going on. I, I say that I got a lot of irons in the fire, sometimes maybe too many. Um, my family business we own called L&J Enterprise. We sell commercial equipment from bucket trucks, digger derricks, trailers, canchers, forestry equipment and whatnot. And then in the, my spare time, I do a real estate full-time. So I'm a real estate agent licensed to sell all forms of real estate here in the state of Iowa for Iowa Realty. And uh, then in my spare time, I sell die-cash sprint cars online. And then my fiance and I have got a 10-acre ranch outside of town where we have five horses, 13 chickens, uh, inside pygmy goat, and three dogs. So uh, I stay pretty busy. So you're a farmer. I was a city boy that uh, three years ago met this girl from Texas and uh, now become a farmer. Wow. Final question. I, I saw this picture on your Facebook page about your, your goat. It seems like it has a personality. It had paint all over its face or something. Yeah, we were building a chicken coop and uh, had a gallon of white paint and the goat went and stuck her whole nose in it. And uh, she kind of knew she was in trouble and she went and set up on the step by the house and was just kind of looking at you like, uh, I didn't do anything. I don't know what happened. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. What's the goat's name? Easy G, like the rapper Easy E. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Got me two of them and said, told me they were going to live inside. And I'm like, well, that's not quite what I meant when, when I said I wanted goats. I wanted them outside. So now we've got this goat that curls up on the couch with my dogs and sleeps in a kennel in the house. And uh, she walks on a leash better than any of my dogs. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's pretty crazy. So for my, that's awesome. So for my birthday and Christmas, I clarified that I wanted nothing living, breathing, needing to be fed, watered, or any vet bills. So I like <laughs> Now. that's great thank you so much jamie congratulations on the win and we, we look forward to talking to you again on wing nation yes thank you very much for having me just want to mention our friends at aggressive hydraulics just like racing components aggressive hydraulics purpose builds hydraulic cylinders to perform for customer specific application they design and manufacture of mobile style single stage cylinders as well as multi-staged telescopic cylinders they have a no-one-size-fits-all approach. That's right. Hydraulic solutions for virtually every industry that includes hydraulic cylinders. Proudly designs and manufactures all cylinders in the United States. Check out video of their story at aggressivehydraulics.com. And they're a proud sponsor of Ryan Newman at the Chili Bowl and all his short track racing. We'll be back in just a minute with more Wing Nation. Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Pride, passion, 
performance. We are. We are. We are Team Dryden. Welcome back to Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires. Ashley Shremi joining me as Postman is still in Talladega as of right now. Uh, unfortunately, the weather has hit there and we get to do an all-girls show today. But speaking all of week, our- all week, Aaron. I know. I love it. Don't tell Steve, but this all-girls stuff works for me. But speaking <laughs> of NASCAR, let's talk about our friends at Ford Performance. The auto industry is the backbone of America's economy, and Ford chooses to invest more in America because of its rich heritage here. The Blue Oval employs more U.S. hourly workers and assembles more vehicles in America than any other automaker by a wide margin. So whether it's a Ford dealer in Kentucky or a technician in Indiana or an engineer in Michigan, we're proud to have them as part of the team. Ford, built for America. And moving on to another one of our friends, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. Uh, Every week we do the birthday calendar. Monday would be Speedy Bill's Smith's birthday. He was a good friend of mine, has a great museum, and obviously a huge store out in Nebraska. Tuesday would be, today would be Billy Wilkerson. Thursday, Doug Ald. And Saturday would be Lloyd Axel. <laughs> Friday's birthday would be Kramer Williamson. Kramer Williamson was born June 26, 1950. He began in go-karts, and in 1968, his family purchased, purchased him a super sportsman, and his career took off. He went on to win track championships at Williams Grove in 19... 19- 76 and 78. He also won the Sealands Grove title in 78 and the National Open. He later won three titles with URC in 1991, 92, and 95. He was famous for his bright pink number 73 sprint car. Tragically, we lost Kramer at Lincoln Speedway on August 4th, uh, 2013. He was a 2008 inductee to the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame, and he's a forever a legend in Pennsylvania. Speaking of Pennsylvania, that's where you're from, Ashley. Talk about Kramer and, and his legacy. Oh, my goodness. Kramer was such a great guy. Um, he always wanted to put a smile on your face. That was one thing that was Kramer was known for. He loved to joke. He loved to have a good time. And obviously, who, who else would be called the Pink Panther and have a bright pink race car headed every single week? So growing up as a kid and seeing that car was one thing that I remember fondly. Um, And of course, his family, you know, Kurt, Felicia, and of course, his wife, Sharon, uh, they still have his legacy continuing today. Um, This weekend, actually, is the Kramer Kramer Cup um, on Saturday night, um, URC Sprint Cars. So they keep his um, passion and his love for sprint car racing alive with the Kramer Cup. They sure do. And it's, you know, he'll always be enshrined at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. And speaking of the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame, they have the Greg Hodnett Salute Champions display going on. It runs through October and it's one of their biggest yet. They have more uh, of his paperwork and his uniforms. They have a huge display for him this year. So if you happen to be out in Knoxville, please check it out. And then they have the Sprint Car Simulator Nationals going on this year at the Hall of Fame during the 60th annual Knoxville Nationals. Fingers crossed that's all still happening. And if you, if there's features, you win purses, prizes, and more. And it's August 12th to the 15th at the Emmett J. Malloy Pavilion, which is under the Brian Clausen Suite Towers. So I think that about covers it for today. You got anything else, Ashley? Well, like I said, um, we know the PA Posse, Posse are going to be in full force this weekend as Speed Weeks uh, kicks off. 
So I'm excited for what is it? Eight, nine, 10 days of racing. Mm -hmm. Um, so make sure you guys tweet your seats so we can show your stuff on TV next weekend. And one other thing I wanted to mention is this weekend is the Jackson Nationals, which for the last so many years, Wing Nation, we've been there, we've been part of the show. It's the 60th annual Agco Jackson Nationals. It's three nights, $30,000 to win the big show. And I'm really sad I'm not going to be there to do, well, I'm not going to miss the 5K. I'm really, I'm really not going to miss the 5K. <laughs> I am going to miss the pancakes though. I'm not going to lie. The pancakes is my favorite part. So uh, we'll be, I'm sure, tuned in, but sad we're not going to be there. And uh, don't forget, you can get all your Wing Nation apparel at wingnation.com, or now it's back on the All-Star Circuit of Champions Souvenir Trailer. Make sure to follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube page. And coming up Thursday on the podcast, we have Michael Rigsby from Flow Racing. Should be an interesting interview. And on Saturday, on MAV-TV, presented by Sage Fruit, we're going to talk to the first-time outlaw winner, Carson Short. For Ashley Strumming, I'm Erin Everham. Thank you for joining us here today on Wing Nation. Wing Nation has been brought to you by Hercules Tires. Ride on our string. Watch Wing Nation Saturday mornings on MAV-TV. You can also find Wing Nation on wingnation.com or your favorite podcast provider. Wing Nation is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com.